dad without a dad production. Everybody, my name is Jose, Jose de la Roca, and I have no friends. The question is, would you like to be my friend? No, thank you. And a funny thing happened today. I found another friend. And he's not a close friend. He's a far, far away friend. So where do you live, Chatty P? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. It's a little bit far. Are you technically uh, in Pittsburgh, right? Kind of? Yeah, just outside of Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, so, well, first of all, it's been a while. Usually, Janira is with us, but she's been busy too. And I just decided to call Chatty Beat today and be like, hey, do you want to be in my podcast where I literally tell friends that I don't have friends? I tell people that I don't have friends, and you're like, you're too hard on yourself. You do have friends. And technically, I keep saying to people that I don't have friends because I don't think the last time I went to a movie, actually, I just went to a movies with my son. And it was basically my son, my girlfriend, and I. And yeah, I really don't have friends. I really don't hang out with people. The only people I hang out with is my son, my girlfriend. And if I'm ever on the road, I will hang out by myself. I literally was just in New York. And literally didn't do anything. Stayed at my hotel, saved money, and also because I hate New York. But I really didn't do anything. <laughs> but when I was going on on the road trip that I took last year, I said hi to you a couple times, right? Was it once? Yeah, time? twice. Once in uh, Youngstown, Ohio, which is about an hour and a half from here. And then uh, you were here about 10 minutes from my house, right off the turnpike. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. All right, Chad, be, tell people something about you besides that you hate maintenance. <laughs> I hate muffins, too. <laughs> no, uh, we met through some pretty cool people, namely uh, Tom Lankus and Gary and Dino. And uh, I got hooked on their show, well, Tom's show, around 2001, and made my first trip out to California, like, four years ago and made a bunch of friends through there and it's been a blast ever since and somehow i don't even remember how we uh we started talking no i think it was the dodger game the one dodger game right yeah that's when we first met and started talking well uh, the- i think it was like two years ago maybe two years ago yeah that's that's when we actually first had a conversation I'm like man jose he's pretty cool <laughs> You're like, this little midget, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I wasn't going to say it, but I'm like, yeah, he is short. <laughs> like, he's pretty cool for a short guy. <laughs> for a short guy. Yeah. Um, You know what's funny that you bring that up? I was just thinking today because I was going to have you in the podcast. I'm like, how did we met? And like, you know, shout out to first Tom Likas and two, uh, Garandino, they're Tom Likas is one of those pioneers and one of those great one of if not the one of the greatest on-air personalities that have been here in radio and garandino are you know the pioneers of podcasting and good friend of ours uh shout out to them i wonder if dino is going to listen to this and get mad that i have you or something because he always gets mad with me for some reason 
And I was thinking, how did we met? And I couldn't figure that out. So you think it was the Dodger game? Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, yeah. And then we just kept in touch, right? Because I was like, uh, I don't mm -hmm. even know. Because I usually, you know, tried. I've been in the radio business for about 18 years or 17. And I know how, you know, the business works. And then let's just say I don't give my number to that many people especially because i'm a private guy i guess even though mm -hmm. i'm on social media now and i'm trying to bring myself to the public and things like that but we started talking i guess and then uh we just i was on the road and then you went to say hi and then i stopped by by your place and then we've been having a friendship i guess for what two three years yeah yeah we'll say about two years yeah so you're gonna have to change the name of this podcast i do have friends <laughs> Well, when was the last time you and I hang out? Uh, when was it? Uh, around Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah, when I when I was in Burbank. Right? Yeah, uh, Gary and Dino yeah. had the 800 show, and well, that's another thing. I really, we really didn't hang out. We say hi, which is I was there for the show, and I think my son was sick, so I had to leave early. Early, and yeah, then uh, right. so you know, those hangouts are not like personal, like. You know, we say hi to people here and there, yeah. but it's not like we hang out all the time. We play cards. We have a, we go to movies or whatever friends do, <laughs> or like you, you just went to see um, the Rolling Stones, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in Washington D.C. with your friend, right? Yeah. yeah. You see, I don't think I ever, I don't think I have done that. Yeah. What? Never been to a concert? No, I actually never, been never to like a never took a road trip to see a concert. I don't think I have done that in years. Like, I don't think I have gone to a concert with a friend or took a road trip with a friend. <laughs> Sounds pathetic, but you know what? I've, I've, I've done a lot of them solo, too, because I have a pretty weird or a different taste of music. And uh, so there's bands that I like that nobody that I know likes. So when they're around here or close to here, yeah, I've, I've definitely taken solo trips before in, in shows. It's a little bit... Uh, It's a little bit different, but you know, it, you start talking to the people around you, and you kind of make friends for the evening or whatever. So it's cool. So, what kind of bands are we talking about? Uh, geez, uh, let's see. So, right now, uh, some of my favorite bands: Reverend Horton Heat. Oh yeah, it's it's a uh, like a rockabilly country rock kind of thing, and he's not religious at all. So don't get the wrong idea, but that's just his name that he had. Um, Oh, I'm just trying to think. There, there's so many different bands. Um, one band you might you got to check out Low Straight Jackets. They're they wear uh, Mexican wrestling masks, but they're from Tennessee <laughs> and they're all white guys. <laughs> but they speak Spanish. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious! But it's all instrumental. They're they're really good. They're actually uh, supposedly pretty popular. Um, I was gonna say down south. Yeah, there's my Yankee nonsense coming out, but uh, yeah. In Mexico, um, they're supposedly somewhat have a pretty good following. Los. Is it los, los or los? los? No, los. Los straight jackets. Mm. Okay, what else? So when you, say, when you say to your friends, hey, let's go see los straight jackets, and they're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, what's that? <laughs> Is that some Spanish band? 
or Mexican band. I'm like, yeah. Well, so you did something uh, I haven't done. So I've been to, I want to say, like 300 concerts. And thankfully, because of my radio contacts or my radio industry jobs and stuff like that, I don't think I have ever paid for a a concert. I usually get them through the station or, you know, uh, they just offer it to me or stuff like that. Or I'm lucky to have, you know, like, for example, right now, when a couple of years ago where the station I was working at, we had the Kings. And because of that, we have a suite on Staples Center. Not anymore, nice. but we used to have a suite on Staples Center. So I'll ask for concert tickets. And if they were available, I will get them. So I usually been I've been to a lot of concerts and luckily that I haven't paid for them. I, I can't think of a time that I actually said I'm going to buy concert tickets. Mm, nope. But um, <laughs> but you did something that I always, uh, you know, one of the things that I regret is never seeing Michael Jackson live or like things like that. And you did something that I've been wanting to do is watch the Rolling Stones, right? How many times have mm -hmm. you seen the Rolling Stones? That's the uh, third time. Is it, was it when you were younger? No, um, I actually didn't see them when you were younger. Uh, was it four? I think four years ago. Saw them here in Pittsburgh and then in Buffalo, New York. So and it was so good here. Just me and my buddy, the same guy, went, my friend Eric, the same guy I went to D.C. with, we went there. Both shows. We took a. There was a bunch of people here too. There was like twenty of us. It was crazy. Oh, twenty of you guys decided <laughs> yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah. Here, so yeah, we should. We, you know, we didn't have any hookups like you, but we. It'd be cool if we would have had a suite. That'd have been nice. Yeah. Well. And I just realized that um, I'm tr unintentionally trying to step into Janira's shoes, and this isn't gonna work because I'm not loud and and laughing like crazy and everything. You know, I got the laid back personality. She's all loud and, and fun and wild and all that stuff. So this is going to be way more low key than, than she is. You mean boring? <laughs> but it's it's all... okay. It could be boring sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay. So we were talking before we started about uh, things I like and don't like. So I'm going to go on a rant actually about concert tickets here. The thing that I hate, absolutely hate about buying tickets is the price. And I'm not saying about... Oh, it's $25 or a hundred bucks. So you get the price and say, it's let's just say it's 50 bucks. You're thinking, all right, that's not too bad, you know? And then by the time you check out that $50 turns into like 68, 25 and you're like, what the hell? They put all these service fees on there, which is just crazy. I understand, you know, fees and everything, but just come out and say, all right, it's 68 bucks. Don't come out and say it's 50. You know, because you got a fee, you got a processing fee, you got the fee for Ticketmaster, you got all this stuff, and you're paying like almost like 30, 40% in fees. So, my thing, I, I, every time I buy a ticket, I just hate it because, you know, you're paying extra for all the fees and taxes and stuff. It's like, hey, just put it, uh, put the final price on and be done with it now. I think that's why StubHub started losing money because, um, Ticketmaster, we all know that. Ticketmaster is like, I don't know if if they're still the king of tickets, but mm -hmm. yeah. I don't think I ever, I think I had bought tickets for things once in Ticketmasters, and then it happened that it was like $20 in fees, and that's why I started using StubHub back in the days. And then StubHub became a Ticketmaster. Yeah. So now whenever I want to go to, let's say, a Dodger Stadium or, 
you know, usually the only time I buy tickets is for sporting events. So if I want to go to Dodger Stadium, I usually buy from like SeatGeek. And it's only like five, six, you know, dollars. But I remember like StubHub one time charging me like $15 for like a $15 ticket. And that's when oh. I said, oh, it's ridiculous. I was like, but I wonder what the fees are. I mean, I know they, I understand they need to make money, but. Yeah. 15? It's it, it's just a little bit crazy sometimes. I actually bought uh, hockey tickets here one time and uh, for the Stanley Cup and paid way too much money, but it was just a once in a lifetime thing. And not lying to you, I paid a. Uh, a hundred dollars in fees. Oh, <laughs> it was just, shit! It was like the ticket was expensive, but I'm like, I just paid a hundred bucks just in fees. Like that's insane. You know, it's like highway robbery. Like I, I don't know how they can do that. But all right, enough of my rant. <laughs> <laughs> no, but did you use Ticketmaster? Uh, no, I actually used the um, whatever site it was for the Penguins here. I can't remember. I think yeah, you know what? They do go through Ticketmaster. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Most sporting events and you know concerts and everything is Ticketmaster. I don't know if they have like a partnership or anything, but I don't know if I ever said this before. I was in Chicago one time and I bought tickets to go see the White Sox, and I got them through SeatGeek. Excuse me. And then I went to. How did it happen? Oh yeah. I got in through SeatGeek and everything. I went to the game, and usually you just show your your pass on on the app, and they could click it. Mm-hmm. I went to the gate, and about I was about to go in when the girl goes like, "Oh, we don't accept uh, these tickets," and I'm like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Yeah, for you know SeatGeek, we we don't scan them. We could only scan them through Ticketmaster." And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, yeah, we can scan those tickets. And I'm like, so what did you do? And I'm like, so why am I supposed to do? She's like, well, you were supposed to print them, print them online, or um, you had to go now to the will call or where they sell tickets for them to print them out for you. I'm like, fine, whatever. So I go there, and <laughs> luckily for me, there was a guy in front of me, and. He was waiting, and then he started talking to me, and then we I uh, realized that guy had the same problem, where he bought his tickets through SeatGeek, and they told him they didn't, ask, they couldn't click the stupid ticket. He was already mad. Me too. I'm like, and then he's like, you know, they're going to charge us for to <laughs> print the to tickets. To print them out. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, I just found out that they're going to charge us to print the tickets out. And I'm like, how much are they going to charge us? And he says, ten dollars. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I only pay 15 for the tic- my ticket. It was only one ticket. And he's like, I know. I'm going to have to pay. And then he's like, I don't know. How am I supposed to know this? And then he's he's mad. So he goes to the, uh, you know, the, it's his turn. So he goes and he starts, like, arguing with the guy. And it starts to escalate. The guy is getting really angry. And, you know, I'm with him. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why do you need to pay almost double just to print out the fucking tickets all you're doing is print out the tickets and he's getting like super angry and the other guy instead of like saying sorry 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 start escalating everything too right and he's like well if you don't like it you could leave and the guy's like well throw me out and blah 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 (laughs) and then he's like i'm gonna call security and then he starts yelling and then security kind of shows up 
and then it's my turn to go in in a different <laughs> little, window in a different window later, right they got a uh, little angry chapin waiting for his turn to start yelling at him too but no it's <laughs> a different window next to the guy that is taking care of this guy that is angry and i go up to the window and i'm like hey so i had the same problem uh and i don't want to pay that and he just looks at me looks to the left where the guy's still kind of arguing and screaming <laughs> and he's just like kind of not at me and he and he like he's like give me your tickets and he just printed them out for me and then gave it to me and then i left so thanks to the other guy who just made a scene start screaming and everything i got my tickets for free i guess he Whatever. saved you 10 bucks yeah but 10 bucks ridiculous yeah that's crazy and i just went to yeah dodger stadium and then i didn't have to pay anything and i think it was one of those things where like the Sox had like a partnership with Ticketmaster, and they don't want to lose money so uh, well how I was like the concert Dod- then i like dodgers what's that how was the concert then oh it was great we actually sat pretty close we got really good seats and um yeah, it was right up close, so it was great. Tried to take some pictures, and I don't know if it was drinking too much or what, but I can never take good pictures of the concert. <laughs> I must have, like, shaky hands or whatever when I'm trying to hold the camera or the phone to take a picture, but uh, no, it was a blast. It was hot as hell. You're probably going to laugh. Yeah, it was only like, it was only 95 there, but the humidity was just brutal. We were, like, literally soaking wet at the end of the concert, but uh, no, it was great. It was, it was so worth it, and, uh, you know, they're – they're the you know the definitely one of the pioneers of music and rock and everything. And Mick Jagger just had that heart surgery what three months ago, and he was out there running around like a twenty year old. It's like it's just insane. You know most bands are like all done. You know they're all in their seventies. Charlie Watts, the drummer, is almost eighty, and it's like they're still doing it and sounding pretty decent. You know they lost you know a step or two, but you know it's not they they still command a presence and it's you know pretty fortunate to be able to see them so it's pretty cool now so you're saying it was was it a, like a outside venue yeah it was in their stadium it was in the redskin stadium oh okay uh, so it, it, uh, rfk or whatever it's called now yeah is it a good stadium though uh, it wasn't it was all right you know it, it, it was one of the older stadiums in the league so it wasn't like super fancy but that's cool. know, well, it was pretty good. I think the Stones is one of those va- uh, bands that everybody should go see. You know, like it's like uh, it should be in your bucket list. Even mm-hmm. if you don't really like them, you still should go see them. Right. Because it's one of those like you say pioneer bands. And, you know, like I kind of just kicked myself in the butt a couple of months ago where I had Kiss tickets and I always wanted to go see Kiss. <laughs> And yeah. literally, if you live in L.A. and somebody tells you they have free tickets, but then you realize you had to drive to Anaheim, nobody wants to go, right? Uh, okay. Yeah. And since I don't have friends, literally the only two, three people that I tried to go with, they were like, nah, we're not going to drive. And I was at work in Culver City, and I wasn't going to go by myself, and I decided just not to use the tickets. But, mm. you know, like Kiss, you know... I saw ACDC finally at Dodger Stadium a couple of years ago. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, and <laughs> it was one of those things that you also, you go, you saw the band and you're like, yeah, they're old. They sounded old. <laughs> uh, I think it was probably one of the last concerts that uh, the main guy did before, yeah. you know, Axl Rose started doing it. 
you know, Michael Jackson, I should have seen him when I could. Uh, but he died. Prince, I should have seen him, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think you and I could have seen the Beatles when they were the Beatles. But, you know. Nah, be way nice too to young. See. Yeah. Uh, what else? But even like you were saying, like Kiss, there's only two original guys in there. Like Paul Stanley, their guitarist, he's not with them now. So it's kind of, kind of crazy. Like The Who, that's another band. There's only two of them left. So you're getting bits and pieces of the original bands now. But, you know, so it's like a nostalgic act. And, and then you have different <laughs> bands. Yeah, it's like like you have different bands. Like uh, I'm just trying to think. I don't know if you know. There's like a, Kansas is one band. And uh, yes, they they were big bands in the 70s. And those guys, like, they either fight or they're, like, half of them. You, like, the, the only original guys, like, the drummer or the bass player. And then there's, they're torn as the band. And you're, like, who are these people? You know? So it's, like, a totally different band. And it's almost like a ripoff, you know? But, you know, we were too young. To, yeah, and I like a lot of old music. So, you know, definitely I'm only 40. So I, like, missed everything in its heyday. So to try to see some of these old bands, even, yeah, even if it's not all the originals, it's still pretty cool. I wonder how that works. Like the guy who created and owns everything still had to be in the band, right? Because then there's like like that band, Yes, and um, there's like two different versions of them touring now. So (laughs) I think there was five original guys. I think there's two of them touring under Yes and the other ones touring under and some of them are just using their names. It's all all goofy, yeah. It's it's kind of funny. Well, that's all the legal crap, you know. You get all that involved and then it it just creates a big mess, but no, I love music. I always have loved music, and uh, you know, to, just to see a show for a band that you like, and even just to listen to music at home, you know, on your headphones, yeah, you know, whether you're a teenager or us now or 80 years old, you know, it, it's <laughs> music's you? just awesome, and it it doesn't it doesn't matter your age, race, anything. Like you can just bond with music, and it can just take you to like a not to sound cheesy or whatever, but just take you to like a different world you know you just close your eyes and listen to it and it's just it's fun you know so i've always loved music so if i ever go deaf i'm just done i'll just jump off the bridge it'll be the end so you think you um are are an audio guy more than a video guy meaning you listen to music and podcasts and radio more than you watch tv i've always and it started with uh actually baseball like listening to baseball when i was a kid and my uh grandpap would always listen to the game he would never watch the game and so i just got hooked on it like when i was when i was really young and then well like i said listening to music music was always on in our house and yeah i watched tv but as i got older honestly i don't watch a, i don't want to be like sound like one of those people but i don't watch a ton of tv i watch sports and everything and occasional like i don't get into too many like the the series and stuff you know the the shows and all that out but um for that much but yeah I'd, I'd much rather listen well obviously like you know with tom gary and dino you and yeah i don't know i just love listening to stuff so now so do you have cable yeah mm-hmm. so you it's only it's only for sports <laughs> oh, well, yeah. i wouldn't have it yeah um oh so you only have like the sport package or something well no no i only have cable because of because you that's the only way i can get sports here and that's pretty much the way all the way around the country. Yeah, so they got a stranglehold on that. Yeah, you have to, for the most part, you have to have cable or satellite to get most of the major sports. Yeah, that's what I realized how I'm a baseball guy, right? I'm 
Grew up in a third world country. You know, most Latino countries, baseball is like number one besides, you know, soccer or football. Um, but you don't get it here, right? So baseball is my number one sport. But I was telling somebody that I I watch more football than anything else because of my brother and because it's still the only sport that is free. Mm-hmm. If you realize you're talking about American football, right? American football, yeah. yeah. Like um American football you get in channel two, channel eleven, mm-hmm. which is Fox, yeah. you know, CBS and NBC. And those are the you know, only Monday night you get on ESPN. That's the only, you know, time that you need cable. But for ninety percent of the time, you have football for free. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I should I think it's one of those things where whenever I travel, um, I realized that some sports teams still do that in their area. For example, I think I was in Chicago and I was able to see, I think, the Cubs or the Sox in their channel like four, which is NBC or something like that. In some areas, yeah. they still have that where like their local NBC or their local Fox, they still show their games. But here in L.A., it's like the only sports that i could watch is football because it's still free yeah and you can't even watch uh dodgers because uh with the time order all that crap yeah yeah that's but yeah chicago they have uh it's at wgn that that station's been around for forever and they always broadcast the cubs game so i don't know if it's just their local channel or you know you know what the affiliate is but yeah they even here you know we get that channel and it was always on just like tbs used to have uh, the braves games all the time so I get to see them, you know, well, Pirates and the Braves back in the day. That was a good rivalry. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a shame that you have to pay for sports now. Well, like, you guys are screwed with the Dodgers. Like, that's a that's just – I don't even know how that's even possible. Like, you guys should be riding for that. But well, I will say Dodger Stadium, I, lo- I loved going there. I, it was such a crazy, fun experience for, like, a sporting event. Because, like, here – and, I well – I've been to one, I think four different ballparks. Well, yeah, you've been to a ton. So tell me what you think. Like the vibe at Dodger stadium was just crazy. It was like a party atmosphere. It was like nonstop music, fun, loud. And I know we were having fun in the suite there, but I was trying to pay attention to the game as much as possible. And it was like, it was a fun game. I mean, the game was good that, that day. Um, I remember, uh, now I can't remember the guy's name. But he just came up from the minors, and it was his first at bat. And it was either the bottom of the ninth or bottom of the tenth, and he had the game-winning hit. And I was like, "That's pretty awesome." You know, that was a cool baseball moment. But the game was fun. But just the whole vibe and everything in Dodger Stadium was just real cool, and I liked it. And unfortunately, I haven't been back since, but I definitely want to go back. Oh wait, so that was the first and only time you went to Dodger Stadium? Yeah. Well, yeah. that was a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, suite. it was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been to 17 stadiums. Uh, well, some some places, some, I want to say towns are baseball towns. You mm-hmm. know, like, even Chicago, when the Dodgers, St. like, Louis. even when the Dodgers are bad, we still show up. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's just the Latino culture that we just like to party. <laughs> and even though <laughs> if they're bad, we're still going to go watch the game, drink and eat, you know. Um yeah. Yeah, Dodger is Dodger Stadium because it's one of the biggest, if not the biggest one, uh, Dodger. I mean, baseball 
stadium in the United States probably is the it biggest be. one. Yeah. Because he holds like 60,000 people. Um, yeah. It always is number one or two in attendance. Like last year, I think it was like 3.5 million. I mean, people. 3.5 million people to go to baseball, you know, games. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But then you also have like good towns that, you know, like Chicago and St. Louis and things and like even New York, you know. Uh, New York is a funny one because New York is so expensive that even though people want to go, they can't afford to go. Here yeah. is so many people. It's just I think it's because we have 10 million people and then some people that live outside the L.A. County, they still drive to see a Dodger game, you know. Mm -hmm. So we always lead in attendance uh, and we just like to go see a game. And I think like one of those towns that like Chicago, it's a baseball town. And I think they're so like into their team that when they when they're not doing good, people don't go. And it's such mm -hmm. a little stadium that you could tell. You know, it's like one of those stadiums yeah. that it's, I think he holds like 25,000 people or like 30,000 people. It's so tiny. It's one of the tiniest. Well, you're talking about Wrigley Field? Like or, Wrigley uh, Field, yeah. The, the, I, thought, I thought that was bigger, though. I, thought, I think they um, just got it. Whatever they're, they just whatever made it bigger. White, okay. But, I thought the White Sox Stadium, that, I thought that was smaller. Comiskey Park or whatever they're calling it these days. I thought Wrigley Field was big. Maybe not. Well, I don't know. I, well, I, I don't know the the seating, but it felt really small. It's one of those, mm. like, you know how Dodger Samuel has one, two, three, technically four levels. Yeah. Wrigley only has two. It has the uh, bottom one and the top one. And then the, the, the bleachers. But so I guess Dodger Stadium has five levels, has... Lodge, then it has field, then it has reserve, then top deck, and the bleachers. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to look it up, but it's not working out. But yeah, I thought it was bigger. But you know what's crazy? Like New York, and it's funny because I, I love Tom's posts on Twitter. Like the Mets, like their attendance is is horrible. <laughs> and it's like you would think like New York, you know. I know I know that's I forget what what uh, town that is, or you know what suburb it is, but even Yankee, like the Yankees, like back in the '80s, they would have nobody at the at the stadium at all. And then when they started getting good, yeah, but yeah, prices. I went to Yankee Stadium like ten years ago, the new one, and it was outrageous for prices too. It's just, and we were sitting in the outfield. It was like I can't believe I'm paying this much to go see a regular season game. But uh, yeah, I wanted I, to go. I wanted to go to. Um, uh, when we were in Boston, I wanted to go see a game there, but it just didn't work out. Would have definitely loved to go I up think there. To Boston is the probably another. It's compared to LA, where like whether they're good or bad, people still show up. Go, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, like in Chicago and New York, people tend to like boycott. You know, if they're bad, they just don't show yeah. up. I think L.A. <laughs> and Boston are probably the only towns where, like, people will still shop, whether they're good or not. Yeah. And, you know, the the tickets are still affordable because there's so many tickets. Like, I just <laughs> went um, last week. I took my son and my girlfriend again. Uh, and nice. we just, I think we paid, like, 50 bucks for three tickets. So That's Fe not bad at all. Fees included, by the way. <laughs> 
All right, so so I'm gonna like turn everybody off that's from the LA area saying this right now. But I went to Giants game last year, and um, that stadium there is awesome. Just the view to see the ocean behind there, like oh my god, that was beautiful. Because everybody says like PNC Park here is the best stadium in baseball, and it's really nice. But I was blown away to see uh, whatever it is, AT&T Field or whatever they're calling it now. Like I just, I just really liked it. That was so cool. But um, yeah, that's one stadium I need to go. What is it called? The ones, the Pirates? No, oh, that's PNC Park. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, next time if you were in the area. But no, I was talking about the Giants Stadium. No, I know, but um, I was just saying, because uh, you were saying your park is pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and uh, Great Amar- Great American Ballpark also has like a, a lake next to it, right? But that's Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Great Amer- that's a river, yeah. So yeah. That's a river. Okay. So, yeah, there's river- rivers here, too. Yeah. So, you can know, the guys hit home runs into the rivers in uh, right field, so that's pretty cool. Every once in a while, somebody gets a hold of one and just blasts it, yeah, over the stands and into the river. Yeah, I won. I believe it or not, I don't know. I don't hate the Giants like most Dodger fans do. I truly hate the Angels. Like, I really can't stand... I don't know if so it's why be- is this though? I never understood it. I mean, they don't play in the same league. There's no. I think it's because they want to. Well, from my, from our point of view, like we don't get it. Well, my hate to the Angels or like Dodgers hate to the Angels because well, I don't think there's that many hate between Dodgers and Angels, but I do hate them because I <laughs> I feel like they want to be the Dodgers. They changed their name just because. They want to have the, you know, the media coverage. So, like, they should have, they have changed their name, like, four times. California Angels, <laughs> Anaheim Angels, LA Los Angels. Angeles, Angels of Anaheim. Or <laughs> they don't, they don't, the only LA team is Dodgers. And it's just, you would think that I like them because, you know, they're, owners a latino guy a mexican dude mm-hmm. but no like the stadium when i went a couple times i saw rats they're <sighs> like fans are like i don't want to say white trash but white trash <laughs> 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 uh, just you know overall of course it's just if you're listening whatever <laughs> um it's just everything like ugh. and i don't like the color red even though I'm starting to like it because my son likes it. It's his favorite color. But yeah, I don't I, I don't mind the Giants. <laughs> and actually, I've never been to their stadium. So when I go say hi to um, George Lucas, I'll probably mm-hmm. stop by and, you know, visit that stadium. Because uh, shout out to George Lucas, by the way. And that's uh, <laughs> our our good friend, Jerry. So if Jerry is listening to this, I want to say shout out to him. Um yeah, I probably going to go see him because he. Uh, I want to do a little tour with my nephews. Uh, Jerry works for this company that my nephews really, really, really like, and they mm-hmm. will be very intrigued to go and see what he does. So, shout out to he Jerry. Is, he is something else. I just finally realized, like, actually what he does and has done. And he told me a little secret about something else, and it's just like this guy's just amazing to. And uh, yeah, we're, we're unfortunately not allowed to say anything, you know, but uh, he is just wow. He's just an amazing dude. And 
if you're listening, he really does look like George Lucas. It's his doppelganger. He really does look like him. And, for, and the greatest thing with Gary and Dino is they joke around, and especially Dino, when you first start listening to the show, they say some stuff that's like so off the wall it's believable. And Dino especially, like, like he'll say, yeah, our friend George Lucas. Or he'll say, and I brought this up before to them, and it's like, oh, they, they name celebrities or whatever, our friend. And, the, yeah, they say our friend George Lucas. And then I saw him for the first time, and I'm like, holy shit, that's George Lucas. Like, <laughs> wow. And I started talking, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not George Lucas. But I'm like, he's, he still has a very prominent uh, position, you know, in his career and everything, and, you know. But yeah, just to see the guy from from away, you'd be like, "Whoa, that's really him!" <laughs> so I, I, when I met him the first time, and I came back, I'm like, "Yeah, I met George Lucas." Everyone's like, "Wow, <laughs> really?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's awesome." Yeah, yeah, we just talked Star Wars for three hours. Did like, you uh, no did you take a picture with him? Um, I probably see the thing, and it's funny, like you said, like how do we meet? And I'm surprised I remember that because every time I'm in California, it's just like a free for all. Like I'm drinking and having a good time and i don't remember half the stuff so yeah i'm pretty sure uh, there's pictures of me and, and yeah we're calling him george yeah for somewhere but yeah so um so he's like so whenever i talk about like garandino like i always say like uh you know garandino are pioneers for the podcasting industry yep. you know shout outs to them They've been great to both of us. Great to me. They always support everything that I do. Uh, they make fun of me and everything, but that's you know that's what friends do, I guess. Even though I don't have friends, they I consider them my friends. I know them for a long time, and I always tell people how every time I go to an event of theirs, it's like you know being at a you know United Nations where you have. <laughs> characters you have people who travel from like you from pittsburgh uh you know you have people like me that just locals and just want to say hi they have people from all over the place they could be white they could be black they could be asians they could be girls guys you know gay mm -hmm. straight super rich super poor uh weird yeah. like me you know normal like you you know blue <laughs> Well, you know, blue color, right? Like, you yeah. know, you're, you know, you have a, you know, normal job. You live in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You live your normal life. And then, um, so <laughs> to, whenever you go to their events, it's an incredible thing. They just start talking to people, right? And then my friend, my friend or my girlfriend, she's like, how do you know this guy? And I'm like, well, I don't remember how I started talking to him, but he looked like George Lucas. So we started talking and then we became friends. And then, you know, a couple months later, I just, out of nowhere, him and another guy who is a movie producer, they started talking about something. And then that, that's when I asked them, so what do you do for a living? And then he's like, well, I do this. And I was like, oh shit. Okay, cool. <laughs> and it's funny because it doesn't relate to me. Like for him is my friend and everything. But for what my what my nephew's like, you know, uh, he's more important than I am at the moment. Because my <laughs> nephews are all like, oh, so you know this guy? How cool? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I mean, he's my friend, you know, and he's yeah. pretty cool. But for them, it's like, whoa, I finally have some points with my nephews. Would probably take <laughs> nice. a road trip and say hi to 
George Lucas. So George, thank you for everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is crazy. Um, it, it's like a culture shock going to Garantino events or, or Tom's events too. And it's crazy because like here it's basically like all white and some black, but like mostly white and very few Mexicans, Latinos, any, anything at all, you know, any different, uh, nationalities. So <laughs> coming out to California for the first time and like meeting Patty and everything, you know, it's like, oh, this is my first Mexican friend. And yeah, they becoming your friend and all that too. And it's like, people here just don't understand it. And, I, and it's not an ignorance kind of thing, but everyone's like in a bubble here and it's mostly white people here and they just don't get it. You know, everyone's like, yeah, build the wall and all that, you know, crap. It's like, dude, you guys don't have any clue what, what's up, you know, but I just feel very fortunate uh, that I've been exposed to different types of people, you know, and I'm an open kind of person myself. And, you know, it's just, a, it, I don't know, it's just a good thing. And like, yeah, just going to the events. And like you said, you got poor people, you got rich people and everybody's cool. There's no animosity. There's no like hatred there. Everyone's just like one big happy family. And it's just to explain that to somebody on the outside, like it's tough. Like they're like, it's almost like, yeah, you're part of a cult. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, it's just, everybody likes this one show and everyone's like diehard fans and everything. And, and we just, everyone's like kind of like friends, even though, you know, we're not necessarily friends, friends, you know, but once you see each other, you might see each other two or three times a year and it's like, yeah, we're friends and it's all good, you know? And try to keep in touch, and yeah, it's just pretty awesome how uh, all that's just happened, you know. And Gary and Dino, yeah, they've been around for almost ten years for their show. It's not too. There's only a handful of other podcasts that have been like that, and it's just crazy. Yeah, my nephew's like, so how'd you meet this guy? And I'm like, well, first of all, I didn't know what he did, and mm -hmm. I just started talking to him, and then he's a cool guy, and then. Yeah couple months later it turns out that he does that and i was like all right cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it, it is you know you go to an event and then basically you're just there to hang out with people talk shit and then you know go back to your normal life you mm -hmm. know the next day or the weekend after or whatever and basically yeah. it's just a full group of people that we're just there to i guess escape reality you know skateboard you know your normal jobs or your nine to five or your simple life or your hard life, mm -hmm. you know, you, you never know. Um, so, you know, always shout out to Garandino. They, they always been good to me and, you know, pff, hopefully one day I could have an audience like they are, but you know, they're <laughs> totally different. And, you know, shout outs to Gary and Dino because they, they're truly a really, really good podcast. So if anybody wants to listen to them, you could go to garandino.com GaryAndDino.com. What about you, man? Like, when are you going to start your podcast? I like <laughs> you've been we, getting on me about this, but uh, we this, is the first, this will be the first step. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> we started talking, like texting and everything, while Tom was still on the air, which mm -hmm. is Tom Likas, and then you are known to make up songs, really cool songs. You're a lyricist and a singer yourself i guess well uh, yeah singer is like eh, maybe <laughs> and what we're gonna do if it's okay with you at the end of this podcast 
you're probably going to send me a song and we'll play it for people to hear it. So stay oh, tuned damn. at the end of the podcast. And apologize in advance. <laughs> actually, they're pretty cool, man. I like it. I, I, I truly like them. I was going to use one, but I had to go through like, can I use this? Can I use that? Can I? Oh, no, it was too much. But anyways, yeah. um, so I just told you, I was like, hey, you know, you could build your own little studio and, you know, make it sound better because, you know, I'm an yeah. audio guy. And then you're like, can you help me with that? I'm like, look, you write and sing a lot and do songs for different people. So why don't you just do a little investment in about, what, $300, $400? And you, ha you could have your own little studio and sound better. So I helped you with your mini studio, which is basically what I have. And if anybody wants to build their own mini studio, you could go to my YouTube page and go look for the video that I did. That is basically what I did for you, which helped yeah. you with their, you know, their soundboard, their mixing board, the computer, whatever you need and stuff like that, which you still need a mic stand. But yeah, I help you with your <laughs> mini studio. And that's why you sound yeah. pretty good right now. And I, uh, I, I really do appreciate that. I, I told you that before, but the, the story behind that was you told me that. And then about nine, ten months later, I finally did it. So I could have had a baby before the time I actually like bought the the studio stuff. And yeah, so I like to procrastinate. But yeah, it like doing that stuff for Tom. Mostly all Tom show. He had a um, if people don't know, he had a like it basically like a comedy hour every Wednesday. It was called Be Funny, and it was like a no <clears throat> no holds <clears throat> excuse me no holds bar kind of thing. Like anything goes, offensive, silly, dumb making fun of all the guys on the show, callers, current events. And it was like, some of the stuff was like so bad. It was funny, whether it was so offensive or just bad. And yeah, my singing is like absolutely horrible, but I don't know. I, I've always you know, been into music and everything and never sang. And, uh, the funny, yeah, I sent in the one bit to, uh, Timson the one time and it was about, uh, shotgun Tom Kelly. They were talking about him and I looked him up. And I was like, oh, this is a pretty funny bit. And I sent it, just sent it in to Mikey. And I was like, yeah, you guys have probably heard this. And he's like, no, we're going to play it on the show. And I'm like, whoa. And then they played it. And then the next week I sent in a song. I'm like, all right, I'll try it out. And then it just snowballed from there. I'm like, this is horrible. But they were laughing. And I'm like, okay. And then like two months later, I went out to California for first uh, event and made a bunch of friends and it was just been pretty awesome ever since. Yeah. And then Patty got me, uh, asked Gary and Dino if they're, they were doing a show that weekend and asked if I could come to the studio. And yeah, then I was in the studio there and it was just like, wow, this is awesome. You know, just kind of pinching myself. Like it's just pretty cool. And it's been fun ever since. And I haven't got any better singing. So, <laughs> well, I mean, you're not a <laughs> professional singer, but your style is pretty cool. And, you make yeah. up songs, basically. You write them and you make songs, yeah. you know. Well, par yeah, parodies of other songs, you know. But I don't know. It's just kind of fun and um, just something to do. And, yeah, I definitely miss, you know, Tom's show that, you know, it's not like it anymore. But I'll do different stuff for Gary and Dino now and then just some stupid stuff for myself. But, um, no, I really do appreciate you getting me hooked up with all this stuff. And, yeah. <laughs> remember that first night that I was trying to do stuff and we were FaceTiming like back and forth and I couldn't get it to work. And it was literally like two or three hours and you're like, I don't know what you're doing. You're starting to yell at me. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing either. That's why I'm calling you. 
and, and then, then finally we got it to work you know i think i was but, on the road too right i was like somewhere yeah, between yeah. like somewhere in the east coast like i think you might have been in milwaukee i'm pretty sure that yeah that rings a bell for some reason but either way yeah i could just see like you were getting pissed at me i'm like dude i'm sorry but i don't know what i'm doing here <laughs> well because you and know then, like <laughs> it's it's like I always say, right? I always tell people it's easy, but I guess it's not easy, right? So it's one of those yeah. things that maybe because I've been doing it so long or maybe because I pick up stuff so easy when it comes to audio recording and stuff like that, that I think it's easy, but it's technically not easy. Yeah, I see like you, you, know, you post your pictures of the mixing boards and they're like, you know, gigantic and it's like, how do you figure all that stuff out? But it's the same like like with me. Like I, I I'm in manufacturing and I I could do stuff blindfolded and then we get new people, you know, new hires and everything. You have to train them and they're like, I don't get what you're doing. I'm like, dude, it's simple. You know, so it's the same exact thing no matter what profession. Yeah, but but no, yeah, this is this is pretty awesome. Um that you got me hooked up with all this stuff. And my buddy actually, my best friend, he got me um he got me a real nice desk to set everything up, and it's been sitting in the corner here for like five months. Oh, you still he's haven't like, done that? Oh my god! Yeah, he's like, it's like, it's your studio desk. You know, he was all happy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll set it up, and it's still. So I'm looking at it right now. So yeah, I like to procrastinate, oh, but no. uh, it'll, it'll get done. Yeah, just like the podcast. I don't know if I'll ever do a podcast. It it seems like a, you know, like a pretty daunting kind of thing, and I don't think I'm that uh, exciting to do something, but. Um, I'm definitely thankful that you uh, invited me on today. So, you know, we'll see how this goes. And do you want to tell people where they could find your songs in, on SoundCloud? Or you don't want to? I mean, it's uh, not like people um, listen, by the way. Basically, this yeah. podcast, we're, I'm barely starting this podcast, which I only have like 10, 11 shows. So, trust me, I see the numbers. Not that many people listen. They actually watch YouTube more than anything. But, um, yeah. I don't know if you want to tell people where dude, to find your SoundCloud. I don't even know what it is, to tell you the truth. I haven't posted anything on there for a while. I'm trying to look this up. Wow, this is... <laughs> really? <laughs> Talk about self-promotion, yeah. It, uh, I think it's just uh, your name. Just yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want to say unless you want to. So <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot, you know what I mean? No, that's cool, yeah. I, I'm going to just say go to SoundCloud and... Maybe find Ch- oh, okay. yeah. well, Chatty P. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I was going to pull it up right now. Yeah. Followers. I think it's Chat Sober, no? No, no, no. No, no Chatty P. Oh, okay. Well, that that's what it's. Oh, yeah. Chatty P. There you go. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, but I, I actually haven't put uh, too many things on there lately, which is pretty bad. You know, <laughs> Except you are about a procrastination. Real yellow belly jerk. <laughs> Well, we all knew what Laker Chris was going to do. On unscreened calls, he was the first to get through. He's the biggest name ever in free agency. The Lakers are going to have another dynasty with LeBron. I really wish Kobe would come back. Then this team would be really stacked. Every prediction he's made has been wrong. But Laker Chris is going out of his mind now that they signed LeBron. (laughs) LeBron, <laughs> LeBron, they signed LeBron. Anytime he takes the floor, love or hate LeBron, he's the biggest king. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a dude on uh, Tom's show. 
and they called him Laker Chris. And um, he would always call in like he was like this insane Lakers fan. And he would just say all these dumb predictions. And I don't follow basketball. It's not big here or whatever. But uh, it was just funny. And everybody would just rip on this guy, call up, make fun of him and do, you know, do on that on that be funny on the comedy hour and um, just rail into this guy every time he called in. (laughs) It's just so crazy. So he would always whine about stuff. So, yeah, that was one of the songs there. Uh, So how long you been in? Pittsburgh, your whole life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, did you grow up close to where you live now? Yeah, pretty much the next town over. So. Oh wow! So you're a Pittsburgh guy all the way. Are you going to move out mm-hmm. pretty soon, or what? I don't have thought about it. Um, that's been some talk with different people, and I don't know. It, one of the I would like to. Every time I come out to California, I, I definitely don't want to go back. Or anywhere on the West Coast. Been Seattle, uh, Vegas a lot, um, Phoenix. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's all for these events, you know. But it's always tough going home. And I don't know. I'm kicking the tires around. And, you know, I just say one day, one day. And then, you know, just talking to Tom, Gary, Dino, Mikey, uh, Alex from Milbray, you know, unfortunately passed away. Like, he was the one that really, really got me thinking about moving. And he did it too. And he said that was the best thing he ever did in his life. And well, same for, you know, everybody else, but you know, we're talking with Alex, like that was just real, real and say touching and whatever. And I don't know, one of these days, you know, if I can maybe find a transfer for my job or do something else or hit the lottery or, you know, well, you know, and it's not California, right? Because for example, San Francisco is a different situation from los angeles mm-hmm. right and yeah. la is something different where you know i live in pasadena and it's totally different from living in huntington beach mm-hmm. which yeah. is still la but i've been to 42 states and i was just recently in seattle where one of my good friends she moved to seattle and her husband had a good good uh, job opportunity so they moved to seattle and i was just in seattle for seattle pride and i stayed with him because she was here Uh, visiting the family and planning some things and i stayed with uh, her husband and actually i think he listens his name is rick so shout out to ricky Uh, thanks for having me in seattle um and i always tell people if wherever you live there's going to be good things bad things and everything so for example if you're okay with two hours of traffic every day If you're okay with being super hot, for example, on Saturday, it's going to be 100 degrees here. If Mm. you're okay with your rent being to the roof, if you're okay with paying average $4 per gallon of gas, if you're okay with having way too many people at malls everywhere, then move to California if you could afford it, right? But I always tell people, like, for example... The example that I always put is them. So they don't mind raining days. They don't mind. They like to have rain. They like to be in the cold. They like to have the snow. So they don't get it crazy like where you are, but they do get it. So they live in Mm -hmm. Seattle now, and they love it. They love the rain because it rains a lot there. They love the cold, And they like that it's not that sunny and that many traffic, even though, believe it or not, there's a lot of traffic in Seattle because there's so many people moving there and their highways Mm -hmm. are only two lanes. So 
always tell people, if you don't mind the weather, you should live in a place like Seattle where you don't have to spend that much money and things like that. But if you're like me, that hates the rain, hates the cold, <laughs> hates the snow, then you should live in Southern California where it's always 75 degrees and sunny. And I mean Southern California because if you don't like the rain, don't live in San Francisco. San Francisco is mm -hmm. a place that rains a lot, you know? So yeah. it's one of those things that I always tell you you should move, but I don't know your situation, right? So if you think that California is just sunshine 24-7, it is, but there's also traffic. There's also, like, I pay for, I think it's 500 square feet here. I pay $1,400, you know? Um, you know, I pay because i have a gti pay four dollars average of gallon for gasoline there's too many people here when i go to work mm -hmm. at tune in which is 25 miles away it could take me up to two hours and coming back three hours so you know it's one of those things that i know who i am and i like to be in the sun so whenever i'm stuck in traffic with you know paying those four dollars per gas because I had to put the AC on. I just look up and see the 75 degrees and sunny. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yes, it, that's definitely a good benefit there. Just the weather. How much no do you pay what, for yeah. gas? Uh, it's about three here. <laughs> but you know where you were in, uh, in Ohio when we met there in Youngstown? Yeah. Dude, it, it's like 210, 220 or something. It's just crazy. The price of gas. Like, you guys get hammered. It's nuts. Yeah, I was just in, uh, yeah, I was in Columbus, Ohio for Pride about three weeks oh, ago. Yeah. And it was, I think the expensive gas was like 260 Yeah. Which it was like almost $2 cheaper than here. So. Yeah, it's crazy. Ah, uh, man. Well, uh, but yeah, it, it's, uh, California's great. You know, I love coming there. Um. But yeah, like you said, with the traffic, like there's like so much extremes, like the money, the traffic, the people. And it's like, it's a little bit much for me sometimes, but I do love it, you know? So, so no matter what, I'm always going to be coming out there and living here at least. And maybe one day I'll be your neighbor. <laughs> hey, <ma> next <laughs> time you come to California, bring the ninja that is right there to your left, to your right, that you're oh, not yeah. using because I will use it all the time with my shakes. <laughs> Another thing that I bought six months ago that I haven't used. <laughs> it's it's so clean. I could see it from here. Yeah. And you still have the other one right there. Yeah. The other that comes with it. Yeah. <laughs> How much did you pay for it, by the way? I don't know. 30 bucks. I'm not sure. I'm not, I don't even know. Wow. It wasn't, it wasn't crazy expensive. Well, if you want to bring it, I'll give you 20 because I do need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chad P. I want to say all first right. of all, thanks for stopping by. You know, hey, thanks, showing thanks people that I'm me. I'm making more friends, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and before I go, you I want to, to tell people where they could find you or things like that. Uh, I used to have a website when I first started, but not anymore. But um, yeah, I guess for SoundCloud, Chaddy P. Um, I'm on Twitter now. Insta Instagram, yeah, Twitter, and. You know, and they're the same thing. Um, I think, no, Sobes Chad on Instagram. And I don't even know what it is on Twitter, but I, but it's all good. Yeah. But if uh, anyone, anyone wants to make more friends, I'm down <laughs> for that. Yeah. 
And I'm going to start a tally of people who I actually think are your friends, and then we can argue about that sometime. Yeah, well, like, yeah, see, they're my friends, but see, maybe not. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But My oldest friends are Kim and Oscar. I haven't hung out with Oscar for about, I want to say two years. I just saw Kim at Dodger Stadium, but nice. I really didn't hang out with them. She invited me to her son's birthday party, but I had to work. And it was my first time back to work in a month, so I couldn't take that off, right? Uh, I hang out with Ricky, and I don't think we ever hang out that much because he basically is the husband of my friend. So, you know, I will always text her or hang out with her. But Nikki, I mean, Nikki, Ricky's a really cool guy. So shout out to Ricky for having me in Seattle. Uh, you know, like we talk about George Lucas, he is or pal, but we he actually went and said hi to me um, when I was in Sacramento for Sacramento Pride. And thanks for stopping by, George. <laughs> it's funny that we call him George. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, you know, my other good friend is Marcy that I know her since I was working with Pauline. But once again, I don't think I ever hang out with her in two years. So it's like, you know, I think. But you got friends, Gary and Tino are your friends. Uh, you got Janira. If I, I, I butcher her name, so I apologize. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, uh, you're doing good. Okay. But yeah, you, uh, you have friends. You just don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for right now, you still have no friends because we can't change the name of the podcast. Well, for right now, for real, I don't have any friends. Uh, you do. <laughs> Well, Chatty P, yeah. I want to say thank you for having me. Oh, thank I mean, you for having me. This has been great. It's been <laughs> a lot of fun. Before we leave, you want to say hi or shout outs to anybody? Um, I just say thanks for everybody who listens and um, all the, all the uh, Gary and Dino and, and Tom people that I've become friends with. You guys are awesome. Um, I don't know if anybody else will listen to this, but you know, my family, your friends, whoever, and just. It's been fun. So you see, you do have friends. Yeah. I don't have okay. friends. And yeah, always shout out to Garandino, to Tom. You know, like Tom, Pioline, Garandino, uh, and a couple others have been a big influence in my radio career. So if I sound similar, you know, don't judge. We're learning, well learning. Until next time, guys. You guys have been listening to I Have No Friends podcast because, like I said. I have no friends. Well, now I have two, I guess. Jenner and Chad. Chad, thanks. <laughs>